We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. minutes a day 365 days a year this is the pack a day podcast welcome back packers fans to the pack a day podcast it is thursday the weekend is almost here and we are back in action ready to talk about the green bay packers and their defensive matchup against the new england patriots offense on Sunday, as always, I'm one half of your show crew, Jason Perrone. You can find me on Twitter at Jason Perrone, and I'm also the host of the Quick Slants podcast over at Game on Wisconsin. Comes out every Monday, and along with me, as always, is of Packer Report, Mark Eckel. Mark, I never can remember your Twitter handle. It is zero, at Mark Eckel zero eight at Mark Eckel zero eight, and. Got to start off by just uh, acknowledging and saying I hope everybody is doing well. And for those that are down in the southeastern U.S., close to Mark, I hope everybody is staying safe. And I know there's a lot of Packers fans that have posted pictures of the storm shutters and everything else that they're doing. So obviously hoping for everybody to get a very mild, mild fallout from Hurricane or Tropical Storm Ian. I don't know if he's actually a full hurricane. But, He's a hurricane. Yeah, hurricane. So hope everybody is doing okay there. And, you know, that's a perfect segue into our, our weather. And because the weather's been on everyone's mind, we got a full boat of it. So let's jump right in, Mark, shall we? So Robin, Robin in Oslo, Norway, 
The uh, weather is 59 degrees Fahrenheit, mostly blue skies, little to no wind. It's a lovely day considering autumn has arrived. And um, then he actually, that was last week's. Uh, I, interestingly enough, it's still the same this week. <laughs> it's almost like a, a repeat. Um, but they're actually having gray skies and a little bit of little bit of wind, but uh, pretty similar weather there. So that's uh, that's from Robin, who always takes care of us. Thank you for chiming in every week. As you do, we always really appreciate it. And then our friend Felix in Germany, over in the vineyard there, raining most of the last few days, but at least it was rather cool. Otherwise, the grapes would have rotten more, which is good for his uh, harvest. And it's the last week of grape picking, so it'll start with. Uh, Clouded skies, some rain and wind, low of 46, high of 59. So it's cool over in Europe, Mark. Yes, I'm out. Yeah, it's, it's cool, fall. Cooled off. Yes, right. Cooled off over there. And then Peter from Belgium. It's been a minute since we've heard from Peter. Uh, Thursday, uh, let's see, expecting sunny weather. Rather chilly, 55 degrees for his area there. Looking forward to next week. He was able to grab tickets for the game in London. Oh, and uh, I didn't realize it was an open air stadium. I, for some reason, I thought it was uh, enclosed. And he sent me a picture yeah. of it. And man, that looks really nice. That's nice They're playing nice. at the Tottenham. Yep. Yeah, that's a brand new one. That's that's supposed to be really nice. Yeah, it looks uh, it looks really really nice. Very very sharp. So that'll be uh, that'll be a good experience for them. Very very nice. And then uh, so that is our European contingent. So thank you everybody who sent in your weather over there. Hope everybody's day is off to a good start. And that brings us to you, Mark, over in Myrtle Beach, where, thank goodness, most of the reports have been okay. rainy, um, but you're safe. Here, we're so far, so good. I mean, as people know, we, we taped Wednesday night. Wednesday was still cooler, and it, it did cool off. Um, we were – it's was been it been really nice. I mean, it, it, it was been probably high 70s, low 80s uh, until today when it fell to, like, low 70s. Um, now Thursday, uh, it's supposed to be even cooler. It might be even like, supposed to be like maybe high sixties and then with the, um, send a little bit of wind, the rain is supposed to start Thursday night and Friday is going to be, we'll get the after effects from what's going on more and far, but it's going to rain all day, all day Friday. Like start, like I said, it's probably starting overnight Thursday, all day Friday, maybe even a little bit Saturday to where some areas here will will get flooded. I mean, I know the, the, I, everybody knows the certain areas around here that that get hit harder than others. Um, so yeah, there's like flooded. There's advisories out already, and you know, and you know, we're going. They also told us like you know, take stuff off the take you know, small things off your balcony that might blow away or whatever. Right. So um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be it's not going to be fun on Friday. It's going to be a mess, but. I'm. I don't plan on going anywhere Friday. I'll just or Saturday. Saturday I'll stay home and watch college football. Friday, I'll find something to do. Fingers crossed that everything goes all right. And never that. Yeah, nothing nothing takes a turn. No pun intended. Right. Exactly. No, it's supposed to be inland. It's supposed. To, it's supposed yeah. to once it hits the Gulf. It's supposed to like more like Georgia, like Atlanta. Yeah. Up around there is going to. That's why. Like, aren't aren't they talking? Aren't they talking about moving to Braves game? The Braves. Baseball yeah, there's probably a bunch of conting- there's a bunch of contingency. I mean, the Dolphins had to head to Cincinnati early for their game. There's all sorts of uh, impacts that this is. Yeah, having. the Bucks might have the Bucks Chiefs game might get moved. They're mm-hmm. saying right. Yeah. Um. So it's 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 tough. I mean, fortunately, it's been a while since we've had a major major hurricane that I can remember in the last couple of years. I'm sure we've had them, but but this one's really been been uh, on the radar and making some some headways here. So hope everybody. Again, hope everyone is safe and everyone is uh, doing everything they can to 
protect themselves and uh, and their families and and that it com- comes and goes rather quickly but um as we move further inland to the midwest zach walls over in iowa finally chimes in here and of course very timely because he says it's uh fall has arrived high of 69 it's sunny here today the weather gods must know that david bakhtiari is back 69 degrees in iowa thank you zach <laughs> oh, that's good. And zach is uh is is uh working he's a Iowa uh, Senate. He's a senator in Iowa, so his election um, time of year is coming up. So it's busy for him. So hope everything is going well over there for him. And then uh, our friend Isaac Hanks, of course, had to hear from him over in Hampshire, Illinois, said after experiencing our first lows in the 30s, summer like weather returns for one more week. It'll be um, sunny and quiet next week, and it'll it'll be uh, good for their late berry slash pepper harvest in the yard that he has there. So that's good. And then he obviously acknowledged what was going on in Fort Myers, Florida, where the hurricane Ian hit, uh, hit land. And uh, of course, obviously Is that where it hit Fort Myers. It, it was that, I think that's where it started. Yeah. And that's what, that's also what I've got an uncle that lives in Tarpon Springs as I was talking to you off before we started. And, and he mentioned that's where it seemed to hit first. So that's uh, that's probably that's probably where it started. But, you know, they you never know until it's over. We don't know what path it's going to take and whether it's going to dissipate quickly or not. So hopefully so. Right, exactly. Hopefully so. But in Green Bay, 64 degrees, low of 36. Oh, that's getting the tundra. That's right. We're getting tundra. Getting tundrish, <laughs> as they say. Tundrish. Is that even a word? I don't know. If that's a word. That sounds it. I like it. Coming over to me here in the Phoenix area. Uh, now, remember, we summer lasts all the way till Halloween over here. So, but uh, so we're under 100 though. 97 is a cold spell. 97 degrees, uh, 77 for the low, partly sunny, and then finishing it out and rounding us off is Harry. And the interesting thing is, is now every week Harry's it's, he's getting less and less sunlight. Now he's under 12 hours. So he said that uh, high of 79, um, low of 52. Once in a while, cooler day if it's cloudy or rainy. But he said that the sun's coming up just before seven and it's setting just uh, just around quarter to seven, so under twelve hours. And then there's the the shadows are starting to linger. So eventually, he'll reach the point where he doesn't get any sunlight on his side of the mountain. But I think that's more into winter. So there's the weather report again. Hope everyone is doing well. If we turn our attention to the reason that we are here and you're hearing our voice, that is to talk about the Green Bay Packers against the it's New not, England. It's Patriots. not for the weather. I think, people, I think people listen for the weather, too. No. That's all right. Well, they have I to. Think, Either I that or we, I guess we've cut a know, that was a really squeaky sound there. Sorry if I blew anyone's <laughs> eardrums out there. I might have to edit that one. No, I'll leave it in. That'll be fun for everybody else. Well, I mean, that's right. We're, it's a weather podcast, and there's some <laughs> Packers talking there mixed in there somewhere. <laughs> if you notice, Paul mentioned something on Twitter the other day about the weather. I he probably did. did. Up, I follow him. I follow him. on Twitter so- about weather, I said, you just miss us, don't you? Yeah, he he's does. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's well. He's a busy. He's a busy dude, he's man. Busy, he's been yes, doing yes. some amazing work lately, and uh, good things happening for Paul. And that's got to be extra cool when you come from Green Bay and you're a fan of the team too. And and he's uh, he's worked his butt off to get there too. So that's awesome. Very very cool. But so uh, yesterday's show talked about the Packers offense against the Patriots defense. We're going to talk about the Packers defense against the Patri- Patriots offense now. We haven't got a chance to talk about the Tampa game, uh, Mark. That was uh, – we don't have to gush over too long. We already know all, all the great things that happened. But for as little as the offense did, that was a defensive masterpiece. Yeah, and this defense now, let's 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 look at this defense as a whole. The first half against the Vikings was awful. No, that's not even – that's not sugar-coated. Mm-hmm. They were awful. They weren't yeah, ready. they were sleepwalking. For whatever reason, I mean, you can, there's a hundred – 
you can there's a lot of opinions as to why they were bad joe barry did didn't match up well they didn't play in preseason they didn't do there's a lot of reasons but anyway since that first half against the vikings they've allowed they allowed six points the second half of that game two field goals they held the bears to what 10 what was the final score that game uh why am i blanking not very many bears didn't score much right and then they held tampa to 12 i mean they they've played some very good the defense has pretty been pretty dominant for the last two and a half games yeah they only gave up 10 they only gave up 10 to the bears one touchdown right 12 10 and so in the last 10 quarters they've allowed 28 points that's pretty good yep right i mean yeah Yeah. that's they keep doing that they're gonna win i mean it's funny like we, we, we kind of saw this coming, right? We, we we knew the defense would be ahead of the offense, especially early in the season. Um, and we were right. I mean, it, they, they spent a lot of money and a lot of resources on this defense. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they you have. Know, yeah, high yeah. draft picks. Um, you know, they, they, they kept. Campbell and Douglas, which both of whom have played very well so far this year. I mean, and let's not even, and, and I would even go back and, and still say there's some good residual from the culture of having Zadarius, even though he's not on the team. I mean, even in three years ago, they spent a lot of money. They, they've been doing it for yeah. years. Preston. Preston, yeah. And Zadarius and, yeah, Amos. and Amos. Whitney Merciless last year. I mean, they brought in Jalen yeah. Smith. They really have tried. They really tried. No, I mean, a lot, the linebackers right now are good. I mean, their whole defense is good. Let's be honest. This whole defense, um, it seems like they give up one bad drive a game, but that, but that's okay. I mean, listen, you were watching the game as well as I was, as well as most of our listeners were. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that last drive, and our blood pressures were probably getting higher than our doctors would like them to be. <laughs> and our nails were getting bit down. And But, you know, if the offense would have just done anything, Put it this. How about this? If they don't get called for what was very probably a questionable running into the kicker call, because replays showed, and both the announcers and the the ref they bring in, whoever the you know the former ref I should say, all said that Tippa was kind of blocked into the punter on that play. That shouldn't have been called. Mm-hmm. If they don't call that, Amari Rogers' return, which was a very good return put them in field goal range. They were in field goal range. So even if the offense went three and out, but, you know, gained the yardage, whatever, and and Mason makes the kick, we're breathing pretty easy on that last drive because they're up by 11, and Brady scores, God bless him. You know, right. he gets two points, okay, we're, you still that the Packers are still up three, and they got to, you know, with, with eight seconds to go or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, now, the defense... Again, that was – I know Mike Evans didn't play and Godwin when we talked about that last week, but they – it was still Tom Brady and it was Leonard Fournette and the Packers' run defense, which had been the one spot that people were a little concerned with after mm-hmm. the first two games. Mm-hmm. Because even the Bears, even though they only scored 10 points, they, they did run for 100 and whatever many – 80 – was 180 yards. Um, but like I told you, I don't think that was – I don't think that was – not necessarily bad run defense. I think it was a lot of those yards came when the Packers were up two scores. Oh. I think they were like 
okay, if you want to run, go ahead and run. Yeah. You're, you're down two scores and you're killing the clock. Tampa was under, before that final touchdown drive, Tampa was under 200 yards yep. for the entire day. Yeah. So you have to look at it with within the context of the game, too. You know, if you look at the stat sheet, you know, there, there's the old, uh, you know, everyone, the and it's easy to do right now. You look at a stat sheet, you didn't watch the game, and you make one assumption about how it went. That doesn't tell the whole story. The, right, no, the defense exactly. was brilliant. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, and Fournette had, had, you know, his first two games, he was pretty good. I mean, it was, that was a good, that, no, the defense, I can't say anything but great things about the defense. But they got good pressure. Just the one turn, was it, no, two turnovers, right? Yeah, two fumble recoveries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they forced That's two fumbles. I'd like to see some more sacks and turnovers. Now, again, you know, Brady gets rid of them. They did get a couple sacks on Brady, but they got some pressure on him. He gets rid of the ball. I mean, yeah, they sacked know, him Tom three. They, they sacked him three times. Right, which isn't bad. That's Kenny Clark, your boy, had two of them, and then Rashawn had the third. Yeah, Kenny Kenny Clark played great, played out, out of his mind great. Yeah, Kenny Kenny, Kenny Clark played great. Drink, right? It's just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Clark played great. I thought Gary played great. Um, Preston was Devontae good too. Campbell. If he wasn't getting you know collared, and held oh, Gary got held almost every play. It was crazy. Uh, the you officiating know, was not I really like. Yeah, the officiating was not great in that sometimes. game. What was that? Have, I don't know if, if you've been if you picked up on this. When T.J. Slayton comes in the game, and I think he played about what twenty five or so thirty plays last week. He'll, he'll play the nose, and they move Kenny Clark to end with Gary. Him and him and Gary are like next to each other. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for that. That's yeah, best, that you get best wishes to whoever's got to figure that out. Like, yeah, yeah you got Kenny Clark and Rashawn Gary coming at you. Okay, yeah. like, um, well, well, let's. You're going to try to double team, or which right. one? You know, you, what are you going to do? Right. So I like that. I, if Slayton can hold up at the nose, I love Kenny Clark being coming at you know, coming at at like the three technique or whatever he's playing. Um, but no, I mean, I would like to see, and again. Tampa's a team that's usually pretty good protecting the ball. So to get two turnovers from from them is pretty good. And to get set in the sack Brady three times is pretty good. Now they play Brady's former team, which is the New, the New England Patriots. And I expect more sacks and more turnovers this week. They, they're playing a backup quarterback, Brian Hoyer. Um, I'm assuming. Mac, they haven't ruled Mac Jones out yet, but I – I don't, he's not going to play, right? I don't think so. It's a high ankle sprain. If he's going to play, he's going to be pretty ineffective. Yeah, so why even risk him, right? I mean, it's a non-division, non-conference game. You're not, On the you road. Put a young, it's gonna you be, don't want to put a young kid out there. Yeah, it's 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 going to be this tough. This is the last game of the year. The Patriots need to win to, to make the playoffs. Yeah, maybe you do what you can. You put a brace on. You do what, you know whatever and, and, and put him out there. But, um, no, nah, I, I, that, that would be, it would be foolish. Right for the Patriots to put him out there. Yeah, well, um, Belichick is still Belichick. He's gonna. They're gonna come in with a plan to to probably add some protection, make sure that he's not under any additional pressure. The Packers are gonna bring it. They should. There wasn't uh, a lot of you know not a ton of blitzing in this last game, but it's Tom Brady. There's a big difference between Tom Brady and Brian Hoyer. So yeah, the Packers should bring the. They should bring the pressure. I think this might be a good week to unleash Quay Walker uh, getting after the quarterback. And see what okay. he can do there. He forced one of the fumbles too. We've been saying no, it all week long. That was huge. He it was it was huge. I mean, and and we talked about it. We say all the time, first round picks and, and the expectations and what they have to do. Well, for all of the for those of anybody who was confused or wasn't sure why Brian Gutekunst picked that guy in the first round, he has made good on that pick in these first three games. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Yes, there's still, I mean, he's still, there's some things he still has to get better at. And he's a rookie and he, and he will get better at it. But the last two games, uh, he made that that fumble was big because it was right after Aaron Jones's fumble, and you know the momentum had obviously shifted. Uh, Tampa was moving the ball. You know if they keep going down and score, who knows what what happens after that? Mm-hmm. Now he made the he forced that fumble. The Packers offense didn't do anything with it, but it stopped them. Mm-hmm. And then you know think back the week prior against the Bears. You know that was an easy win, but. You know, he made that play where he, where he's, he tracked down and 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 tackled Justin Fields a yard shy of the end zone on that third down play, which set up the fourth and 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 goal, mm-hmm. and the Packers stopped him. Mm-hmm. But without him making that stop on third down, there is no. It's a touchdown. The Bears are kicking off instead of going for it on fourth down. Yep. So, you know, he's made yeah he's made two big plays in in two straight games now and. And you just see, you see, like you said, why they took him. I mean, he, the Packers haven't had a linebacker that could run like him. Maybe I don't know. I can't remember when. Been a while. Yeah, I mean, they had some good linebackers, Nick Barnett, and back and Hawk, and then back in the day, but they they didn't run like this guy. No, they weren't that speedy. I mean, Campbell runs well, and he makes Campbell look slow. Well, finally. Listen, you get what you emphasize. The Packers were not emphasizing it. They were admittedly did, just didn't value the inside linebacker. Position it's almost like they didn't they didn't really value covering the middle of the field at all. They want to make sure the perimeter was covered and they didn't give up like big plays. But you could dink and dunk. I mean, the dink and dunk on Green Bay was just the same song and dance for many years. It was very tired. And if the if they had trotted a defense like that out there last week, they don't win that game. There's no way. So right. they finally have like, look, we gotta we gotta do something different if you want a different result. You know, obviously smart. Same thing with special teams. I know special teams isn't officially part of defense, but they covered well again. We and and we, the we fence. Yeah. Like Rich Basachi said, they covered well. Once again, they had, they had a pretty good week. Uh, our guy, Pat O'Donnell is looking pretty good. Yeah. I pretty mean, good punter. Especially we, we, you know, it's, it's, I'm not going to say 
it's a lot better. It's I mean, I mean it couldn't get any worse, but it's a lot better. I mm-hmm. mean, like you said, the coverage teams have been well. The kickoff coverage has been very good. Punt coverage has been pretty good. And what a punt coverage! He didn't get him a chance to bring. I mean, he was he had a great day punting, but he, mm-hmm. he pinned him deep five times. Um, Mari Rogers. Not a bad day. I mean, the kickoffs, everyone went in the end zone, and he, and he let him go in the end zone. Well, he had one he should have returned he, that he didn't. What's that? He had one that he re, he had one that he returned that he sh, or should have returned that he didn't. He fair caught it on a punt. Yeah, but he had he had one good return. He had the other real good return that got called back because of a block. Oh, no, it got called back because of the, the running into the kicker that may, oh, may or may not have been yeah, running that into was, the kicker. Yeah, that was a joke. I mean, you know, I could see when when it first happened, but when they showed the replays and even the, like I said, the the, the ref, the former ref that they bring in from for Fox Pereira, um, and him and him and Greg Olson both said, um, no, he, you know, Tippa was blocked into the punter by the by the Bucks um, lineman. So yeah, he was, was really blocked bad. into the punter, and then I think someone was being held as well, which in the end zone is a safety, but neither were called. Right. Well, there was a lot of calls in that game. That those those refs didn't didn't have a great game. But, no, they didn't. But, but the Packer defense did, and now they face the Patriots, who are going to. With I, I mean, the, the Patriots have been running the ball pretty much. The, well, they they run eighty one times in three games so far. They've thrown it ninety seven. So they're they like most teams. They still throw more than they run. But I think a lot of those times they were behind, so they probably had to throw. Um, but they run the ball. They run the ball pretty well. Damian Harris is their lead guy. Um, he he's gained 160 yards on 35 carries, 4.6 average. Um, he's a kid from Alabama. Um, he's pretty good. Pretty good back. I mean, not not you know he's not elite by any means, but he's good. He's also scored twice. Um, and then they have Ramondre Stevenson out of Oklahoma. He's carried 29 times. So. There's one in one A there. It's kind of like a Jones Dillon backfield, I guess, for 145 yards, average of five yards a carry. And he has one touchdown. He's the big boy. He's 230 pounds. So I think the Patriots' game plan this week is going to be run, 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 um, not put Brian Hoyer in any, you know, try to put him in as, as easy a situation as, as as possible. So from the Packers' standpoint, they're going to have to stop the run this week, like they did last week. They're going to have to, you know, play good up front. Um, stop Harrison Stevenson yep. and put Brian Hoyer in third and seven and third and eight instead of third and two or third and three. Yeah, I mean, just you got to dare him to throw. It's it's, yeah. it's it's really simple. And sometimes, once again, the simple solution sometimes is the most obvious solution, okay? It's like everyone got on Joe Barry for not putting Jair on Justin Jefferson in week one. The, the simple solution this week is you got to dare, I think daring Brian Hoyer to throw is probably a proposition most teams would take. You know that's right. not that's a that's a pretty that's a pretty safe bet. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm going to go with the three man. I'm, you know, the Packers like to go sometimes with that two, that two four five alignment, mm-hmm. and that, and that's gets their better players on the field sometimes when they go two four five. But I got to I, I think I got to go with the, the with the big men up front this yeah, week. Yeah, go big, go you big. Know, I, want, I want Reed yeah. and listen and Slayton, Clark, Lauer, whoever. I want to go big up front. This um, is where this this is what you got all these fast guys for. This is why you have Stokes Jair. So if you want to play base, you can play base and you can still accomplish right. more in it. You're not you're not constantly having to go into your nickel or your dime package and and even if they were and I know the Packers played plenty of it, but that's again, it's Tom Brady. 
the Packers can trot any of their any of their packages out there and be effective because they've got enough speed overall on defense. Now they're not deficient. Before they had that, like you said, that in the middle they had a deficiency of speed there, where it's like, okay, Blake Martinez is is you know he's a heady player, he's sound, but can he get there? No, no, and, he, and most times he couldn't. Right. And even Des Bishop, like heady, sound player, but not lightning speed. And you don't know those guys don't grow on trees, but that's why you spend the first round pick on a linebacker and that, you know, Goody and his, his team knew what they were doing there. They said, Hey, we're, we're taking, we want this athletic playmaking, very fast linebacker. And he's already shown why they drafted him because you, you know, you force a fourth down and you take a touchdown off the board. He's taking two touchdowns off the board. To your point, those big plays both took touchdowns off the board. Chicago didn't get in on fourth down, and then Tampa can't take advantage of the fumble by Aaron Jones in the that went fortunately. And man, thank God that ball squirted into the end zone, and that ended up being a touchback because otherwise they're they're on the two yard line, right? And they're having well, I guess they would have to go the other way, but uh, but still, it's just those are those are really big, really big plays by him. You you make the investment. And it's really paying off. I mean, I, I just there's we in this matchup. It's almost like I, I, you know, I don't want to say we're like calling it in, but it's tough to find a lot of stuff to say because it's just like you said, Mark. Well, it's like, one, it's yeah, one of those games start, the Packers should win. Listen, the Patriots' running game has been pretty good. They ran the ball against a good Baltimore defense last week. They they ran it all right. I mean, they. Um, let me see exactly how many yards they had against Baltimore. But uh, I mean, I think. Do you think Baltimore has has a good defense? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, too. yeah they do. And then um, the other thing too is 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 part of the defensive game plan. Tongue in cheek here, you know. Obviously, very cliche, but part of the defensive game plan, if we're being fair, is eat up some clock, Aaron Rodgers, and the offense. Well, yeah, <laughs> that would be nice. But I mean, you know, yeah, New England last week against Baltimore ran the ball. They had 145 yards on the ground. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. 5.2 yards a carry. 28 for 145. That's that's pretty good. And then the, the game they won, and this is impressive. They beat Pittsburgh, who I don't I don't think is very good, but they beat Pittsburgh 20 to 17. They got the ball with six minutes to go in the game, up by three, and didn't give it back. Mm-hmm. That's a good that's a good running game. If you can hold the ball for six minutes, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. So they're gonna, I, you know, the, the Belichick's gonna come out running the ball. I, I I'll be shocked that they if they have Brian Hoyer come out there and try to be, you know, wing it all over the field. Well, now, but when, you know, and to one thing is Mac Jones, 31 yards on five carries and he ran one in for a touchdown. Brian Hoyer's not doing that. No. So there's an element of their offense that they don't have is the, the mobility. The, the, the mobile quarterback. Um, now, when they do throw, they have their, their, their top two receivers are Nelson Aguilar, um, my old buddy. Who you're from, familiar with? Philly. Who's uh, okay. He's a, you know, he's, He's at his moment. He, he can he can get deep on you. Um, I like to think Stokes will match up pretty well with him. Or Alex, I'm, well, let's go. We didn't go over injuries. Alexander did was out there. He was limited today in practice, mm-hmm. and so was Christian Watson. So we'll see how that goes. When I say today, that was on Wednesday. Right. Um, we'll see tomorrow First on Friday. Practice. Yep. Um, but I think that was very encouraging that he was even out there and limited because. I thought he'd miss a week or two when the injury, when he first, you know, when the injury first happened. So having him out there is probably a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And yeah, Elton, Elton, El- Elton Jenkins and Caleb Jones were the only two that did not practice. Everybody right. else was. And that was scheduled with Elton Jenkins, I think. Yeah. So um, on, the, gonna, on the him and Bakhtiari are going to all like he's going to practice tomorrow and Bakhtiari's not or today Thursday, and Bakhtiari's not going to practice, and 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 that's going to be a thing until they're convinced that they get, they can both go you know full board all all week yeah the, um, the uh garvin and jair are the only two defensive players that were limited but they did both get out there everybody else was offensive right. bakhtiari i have to assume was probably uh expected to an extent but he did practice in a limited right. fashion elton and jenkins watson yeah watson was back out there jenkins with the knee um caleb jones the only reason he didn't practice illness. was an illness yeah, Lazard ankle, which he's had. Uh, Mercedes still still nursing the uh, the groin, and then Watson is you know has the hamstring. So, yeah, I mean they've got Nelson Aguilar, and then they have Devontae Parker, who they picked up from the Dolphins mm-hmm. uh, this offseason, who had a nice game last week against Baltimore. But again, I think Russell can handle him. I mean, the Patriots, you know, they are what they are, and then they have they have those two tight ends that they spent a ton of money on, and they never use them. And uh, John U. Smith and Hunter Henry. Uh-huh. Now, the Packers have had, in the past, have had trouble with some tight ends. Uh-huh. I don't know. I mean, that could be a security blanket for, for Hoyer to just kind of dump it off to the tight end. But that's where Campbell and, and, and Walker, I guess, will come and play. Campbell probably more so. I mean, I'm with you. I think they should win this game. And the line's 10, so that's telling you something right there. That they're a 10-point favorite. Um, but it's not, I don't think this is a show up you just show up and you're going to win the game no england's still coached by bill belichick they still you know they're not going to roll over for you no no definitely not he'll have he'll expect the packers to win this game he'll have the team he'll have the team ready but it's 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 one of it's going to be one where it'd be it would be really disappointing and listen the packers are probably going to lose a game this season they shouldn't and did. I, I was just going to say, I would love to look back in hindsight right now. I don't know. There's a lot of games in the, in front of them right now. I would love to look back later in the season, though, and say, hey, you know what? The game that they that they lost that they shouldn't have ended up being week one at Minnesota. And yeah, it's disappointing. But week one at a, at a, in a home opener and a division rival, you know, after they're not playing in the preseason, most of their players. I can stomach that a little bit. I mean, they look bad well, doing it, but I can stomach it. If that ends up being the worst game they play all season, I think I can Well, it was last year. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, last year was a complete and utter failure. I mean, that was that was really, really bad. Uh, and I'm it was saying, when you when when you look back when they when they when when you know the regular season was about then and they were thirteen and three. I mean, I'm, the last game didn't count because they didn't they didn't even care if they won. I mean, they, they would have liked to have won, but. But it meant more to the Lions, obviously. So that I'm not even going to count that game. Um, the Saints' loss was the most disappointing. Yeah, because the Saints didn't even make the playoffs. Right. Well, who else? I, I will. I'll. I'll tell you this. Um, as far as how they looked, yeah, you're not going to find a worse game than they played last year at all. Uh, I was disappointed with the Vikings game, the one they lost oh, yeah. in Minnesota, oh, yeah. because because they so, had yeah. they had chances to win it, and it's a divisional oh, game. Yeah. If Savage catches that ball, they win the game. So that, from a disappointing standpoint, it's right. like, uh, I'll give you that. Out of the two. Disappointing yeah. was the wrong word. The worst loss, yeah. I'll oh, say, geez, was to the Saints. Yeah. yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah, disappointing. Vikings, yeah. And who, who, I forget who the other loss was to last year. The Chiefs. That was Jordan Love. Oh, uh, yeah. Rod. And it was a great, and it was a good game. I mean, a close game. I can't call that a disappointing loss, although it was like, man, for for playing as, as close as they kept it in Kansas City with Mahomes – Healthy, 
Man, yeah. <laughs> they, that they, was special teams too, if I remember. If I don't, uh, if I remember right. Well, I don't. I don't remember specifically. I tend to block losses out pretty quickly, and I would say I <laughs> oh, last I, year. If you told me the the losses that they had, if special teams was a part of it, I'd be like probably on every front. Oh no, that one definitely. They missed the field goal. They had a long return. Yeah, no, special teams was bad against Kansas City last yep. year. Yeah, that was one. I mean, the offense was bad too. Obviously, Love wasn't. They they blitzed the heck out of Love, and he wasn't. Quite and I'll put it on on the floor too, but no, that was but yeah, that's okay. Well, so, and that was you know, and that was and that was a game where I think some people think, and I don't think is this was as as much of a of a factor, but that was if Devontae Adams wanted to know what his future looked like, if Jordan Love, if he was going to stay around with Jordan Love, he he got a little bit of a glimpse of it there, but I would have to say, uh, regardless of what he saw and what what he thought was the best thing for him. Raiders are struggling right now. He's. I yeah, wonder what yeah, he's. I wonder what he's thinking. I wonder what he's. How's that thinking. working out? Yeah, I wonder what he's, he's thinking. He had thirty six yards last week. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's you know a lot of that could be you know and, and the coach met with the owner. They had a players only meeting. I mean, there's 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 a lot of already uh, after three weeks we're having a players only meeting. No, in your sign. time, uh, in your time since you know it's it's you know we the Packers. I think we both agree have, have got a good chance in this game. And not like there's not more to talk about, but in your time in. Philadelphia, when you were privy to the fact that there was a players only meeting, obviously you can't be there, but when you find out that they had one, how often do you recall that catapulting the team to, to play better? No, no, I, I would say, and there weren't many, but there were some, I mean, prob- I'm, I, you know, I'm, I don't have the exact, I didn't keep stats on it, but I would say more times than not, it goes the other way. It just gets worse. Mm-hmm. Now, again, well, a lot of that depends on the leaders of the team uh, and where you are when you have this player and why you have this player's only meeting. Are you having it over one if, like over one issue? And then because maybe you can solve that one issue. OK, hey, coach, we had a meeting and we think we should run the ball more. We're not mm-hmm. we're, we're throwing it too much. We got it. We you know, we need or, or vice versa. We're not we're not throwing. We're, we're running too much. We you know, let's let's open this offense up a little. Whatever. If it's one issue, a player's only can can cure that one problem uh or maybe it's you know but if it's it's if it's multiple things no a meeting is just gonna sometimes it just flames it more it just um and again it depends on the leaders of the team and who runs that meeting and do they take charge or does it because sometimes you have a, I, I know i've been I'm, i know I, I guess i've never been in a players only meeting obviously because it's players only but I, I was close enough to some players to find out the the gist of what went on and I remember sometimes where they were like, "Yeah, we had a play. Yeah, we had a meeting, and it was worse than, you know, the guys that were that were having the meeting about or acting up in the meeting, making it worse. And this this is just a mess. Right. And then those are the years where it just it go. You know, you, 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 I'll, I'll say this. I don't think I think I don't I don't think the Raiders. I don't think they're going to turn this around. I, I think they're in trouble. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. 
Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, probably well, not. I mean, and, and, you know, Josh McDaniels, we talked about it. Thank goodness that he didn't end up either, whether he didn't choose the Packers or Packers didn't choose him. Thank goodness that didn't work out because everybody wanted him to come through I here and, and, and be the head coach. And I'll be honest with you, I didn't really care for him as a, as a head coach and his smugness and, and say what you will about Jay Cutler, but Cutler wanted out of Denver when he was there. That didn't go very well. And look what happens. These guys try to go be head coaches and they all end up back on the sideline in New England. Yep. They, they all end up back with, but you know, he gets hired. He gets a chance to go to the Raiders. And uh, that was, that was interesting because he's, I, mean, I didn't like what he did to the Colts a couple of years ago. Oh, right? He took yeah, the job, then yeah. changed his mind the last minute, pulled the rug out from under him a hundred percent. I mean, but you're, but you're right. I mean, no Bill Belichick assistant thus far has amounted to anything anywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, Romeo Cronell you know, had his chance. He was, he failed. McDaniels Char- failed once at Denver. Charlie Weiss does. didn't do much in the NFL Charlie or Weiss. in college. <laughs> and I thought he was going to be the one good one. Yeah. No, he failed miserably. Uh-huh. Um, Joe Judge was a disaster in New York, a mm-hmm. complete, utter, utter failure. Mm-hmm. And um, and there's more, right? Who, who, who am I forgetting? I guess, well, but Rabel didn't coach under uh, Belichick. He just played for him. I would, ca- I would count that, though. He, no, he well, never coached under Belichick, but I would still, I'd still count that. Well, he's doing well. Rebel, Rebel has done hey, well. He, he, his team is the one that, that uh, handed Brady his last loss in a Patriots uniform. Yeah. In his last that. game. But he didn't coach under him, so I'm not going to – coaches. Belichick's – not his players, his coaches right. have not gone on to do anything, which tells you that it's him. It's not – it wasn't this – it was not this great staff. It's him. Mm-hmm. He's a great coach, but his assistants aren't. Yeah. Jimmy Johnson, same way. None of Jimmy Johnson's assistants ever did anything. Uh-huh. They all got chances. Dave Wanstat, Dave Campo, uh, who was the guy that went to what? North Turner. All did well under under Jimmy, but got head coach. Yeah, I guess I guess the thing about that's true. Yeah, that's true. They didn't really they didn't really do it. And Switzer wasn't under. He was brought in a free no, outside. Switzer replaced him. He replaced they, they him. Were. Yeah, he wasn't on his staff already. So oh, uh, and oh, that that uh, Cowboys week. And I'm going to that game. We're going to uh, we're gonna you're gonna retell that story because I okay. I love. Oh, I'm gonna that tell one. you what the Jimmy Gary story. Yeah. Okay, I'll tell that again. And Eagle Week, I'll tell the Reggie story again. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Yeah, we got some. But for now, let's uh, let me ask you this before before we wrap it up. So you're picking. You picked Tampa last week. I did. I'm not gonna let you. Well, that was Brady that. on the road. I'm not taking. Mm-hmm. I'm not picking against the Packers. I, I mean, know you're not, but I want you to pick. Give me your pick this week. Uh, no. And, and tell me who does since we do the defense. Give me your score and what defensive player is going to come up big this week. Well, I think because I th- I think the pa- the Patriots are, yeah, Hoyer's going to try to throw it at some point, but I think it's going to end up being more about the pressure 
I'm going to go with Preston Smith because he's he's got to be okay. he's got to be pissed after last week. You know, not not just after that game. Like he's he's due he's due for a great game. I think I think it's going to be Preston and he I, I I'll say strip sack. Okay. And I, I think that's where the Packers are going to find. I don't think they're going to get a lot of chances to pick the ball off because I just don't know how much New England is going to throw it. They're going to be behind. They're going to have to. But I think it, I think a lot of it's going to be based on the pressure. But I want to see them use Quay Walker and get a little Swiss Army knife-ish with him. I think the Packers win this game, and um, I'll go ahead and have them break 30. I'll say 31 to – God, I don't even know if I can go 17. I'll go 31-14. Okay, I'm going to go a little lower. I think the Packers win this game. I'm going to say 27-7. Okay. So we're in the same ballpark. I'm giving a little bit lower on both. And my and my guy is going to be. I think I think they are going to get some picks because I think Hoyer is going to be forced to throw. Right, he's going to throw. He's going to have to. They're no. not going to. He has going to have to throw the ball sometime. I think Eric Stokes is going to get at least one pick, and he and he may bring it back for a touchdown. How about that? Finally, how's one? I think he might. His big, his big bugaboo has been uh, locating the ball and tracking the ball and playing it. Well, it wasn't last week. They, they, they only threw one ball at him last week. Right. He was he good. had to locate it. He was good. Him. He was good. That's a good sign. Thank you. You know what? Thank you, Tom Brady, for being your usual self and yapping off to the Saints, which then started the melee that Mike Evans had to come in and <laughs> stand up for him for. So yeah. Tom Brady, in a way, helped the Packers win that game. There you go. Mike Evans came on. He's like, "What's Tom Brady? What do you expect me to do?" I'm and like, Brady's "I don't know." Help the Packers win this. Brady's going to help the Packers win this week too. Okay, because he left New England. Because he left New England. That's true. That's a good point. That is a really, really good point. So if he'd, if he'd have stayed in New England, he'd still be quarterbacking them, and would be a lot tougher game this week. It would be. It would be a much, so. much tougher sledding. Well, I think the Packers. So the Packers, I think, are are in good shape here. And then after looking ahead after this game, they will hit the road and head to London for the first time ever. They will play a game in, in I'll London. Tell you London where, well, well, that's that's true because you went too, and they're they're the home team, so they'll they'll be out there now. There are a bazillion Packers fans here. I expect that stadium to be very raucous. I'm excited to see the players taking it in, getting excited, hearing the stories about it. Like this is going to be one that we'll remember for a while. Maybe not so much a competitive game because I think the Packers will take care of the Giants. Although, you know, we'll see if the the travel has anything to do with it. I'm sure the team's got a, got them ready to go, and then. They come back and they take on the Jets, and then they're at Washington. I mean, they've got a stretch of games here that are, are you know, fairly one at a time, Jason. One at a time, fairly easy. Well, yeah, but just in, in looking at the looking at the, I think it's no, more from right. like a travel standpoint, and yeah. all that they'll have to deal logistically with. Right, they got yeah, you're right. They got some. Well, the Giants. I mean, the Jets and the Jets are home, obviously, and Lambo, and then they're at Washington, right? Yeah. Yep. Man, so, your old your old buddy Carson Wentz is struggling over there. He does not look good. He'll be on. I was joking with some. I said, "So he'll he'll be on his fourth team in four years next year, and I'm guessing it's going to be Edmonton." Wow, <laughs> in Canada, Canada. Well, maybe he can send us some weather from up there. There you go. He he can be with Harry. <laughs> yeah, put in some calls and and uh, see if you still have contacts and and see if he would be happy to to send us some uh, maybe a little further east. You know, send us <laughs> not much, but send us some send us some weather from. Uh, from Canada. So what, uh, as usual, I, I know you, you usually do the same thing during the week now that the season has started, but uh, up at Packer Report, what's coming up? Well, up right now, obviously, is still the, the, the post-game analysis, right? The instant analysis after the win over the Bucks. If you want to recap that, if you haven't seen it yet, go check it out. And then coming today, 
I do what I call a, um, and I'm going to do this every so often during the season is a rookie re- report um, where I, I mean, the Packers have 13 rookies on the roster, which is 24% of a little over 24% of the roster. Mm-hmm. That's a good chunk of your roster mm-hmm. for a team that's, you know, a good team. Um, you know, and I mentioned how, you know, last week they got big play from both Walker and, and, and Dobbs. But I also, I, I ranked the rookies from one to 13 as to what they've done thus far. It'll change obviously as, as the year goes on and just where they are, what, what, what each one has done, what they expect, what they haven't done, what, you know, and what goes, what goes forward. So check that out uh, later today, the rookie report. Nice. Good stuff. And then I'll have quick slants with a game recap after what hopefully is a Packers victory on Sunday between the Packers and the New England Patriots. This has been the Thursday edition of the Pack-A-Day podcast. Thanks, everybody, for sticking with us. Again, hope everybody in the southeastern U.S. stays safe. And by this time next week, it's a, a thing of the past, and everybody's at least a little bit back to normal and not a whole lot of damage to speak about. So take care of everybody. Take care of yourself. Enjoy the game that is. The weekend is almost here. And as always, go Pack Go. 